Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Something to be said about finding your voice and so many of those things. Oh my like God, anxiety. that's what my therapist would say. Is it? Maybe, maybe <laughs> I'm your you? therapist all along. That would be amazing. Weighing in at 120 pounds of pure angst, she is the girl from Ocean Ave, Kennedy Copeland. Kennedy Copeland, ah! how are you doing? Ah! Oh God! I'm awake now. Oh my God. Ah! Is that loud? I'm never sure. What did you do? Just flip a switch. Oh my God! Don't even start. Are you serious? This is going to be off the dock. Absolutely incredible. This is oh, gonna be it's going to be time. a train wreck. <laughs> so, can I help you? And can I help you? Okay, you're fine. So, so for those listening on the oh podcast, my goodness. talk us through the the dog friends that we have Ah, with us today. Okay, so uh, if you are seeing the visual, I will show you who is who. Okay, I guess we're starting with Channing. Okay, so this is Channing. This is my roommate's dog. This is also (laughs) my roommate's dog, Lucy. Oh my God, and they're the worst. Mine are good. (laughs) Mine is Peter. And then also Trooper over there. Oh. oh, he's just oh, he just picked out a toy on his own because he's so good. <laughs> oh, what a what a what a lovely what, what a lovely angels characters. So, so what's it oh, like living there with with like with so so is it you and one other person and then four dogs? Yeah, it's my roommate who I also work with, and we work at an animal shelter, which explains why we accumulated so many. <laughs> are quite a few of these uh, are dogs that have come into your shelter and you've just gone, we need them. We need them at our place. Um, not necessarily. <laughs> I like to tell them like I wasn't supposed to have them. It was just so my roommate and I, we work in the, the behavior department. Um, so if they're you know more difficult to place or if they're just not safe to place, um, but I've been working with them for a while. Of course, I'm going to get attached to them. So I'm like, well, I can't let anything happen to them. So I just bring them home with me <laughs> and then they're oh. my problem now. <laughs> I can imagine that happens fairly, not, not just at your place, but at animal shelters everywhere. I'd be a nightmare if I lived at an animal yeah. shelter. But like, I need all of them. They all, yeah. all these, the, these boys need to come home with me. They all have to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ours, not to brag, I like to think ours is, I don't want to say a little bit more advanced, but we don't, so we don't euthanize due to space, um, unlike many shelters, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And because we have a, de- a behavior department, um, these guys get like chance after chance and whatnot. So 
thankfully, you know, nothing bad happens very frequently. So <laughs> it's not as nightmarish as it could be. Well, they're all beautiful and you're in good oh, thank company. You. There. They're loving, <laughs> lovely company. And uh, I'm, I'm giving them rubs so they're quiet. <laughs> please, just please. They, you know what? If they want to suggest a few wrestling matches to watch while stranded on a desert island as well, that's absolutely fine. Okay. They can do that too. <laughs> we'll see what they have to say. I mean, that's, that's part of the reason why you're here today. So uh, yes. I've asked you to have a think about three wrestling matches. Uh, that yes, you would I, watch. I did my homework. <laughs> wow. Do you know what? It's right? you know, it reassures me because, you know, full disclosure, <laughs> full disclosure, normally before these interviews start, I'll always speak to whoever's kind enough to join me on the island and I'll say, uh, are you happy with the concept <laughs> of the show? And most of the time they'll go, oh, yeah, that's fine. But you'll get some that will go, what? what? What are we talking about? And I go, oh, no, I've got to explain. Oh, see, I didn't want to do that. Thank I didn't you. want to be like a noob. Or like look like a poser and be like, I don't know. Cause I kind of like choke, don't even, you're fine. <laughs> I tend to choke up when I put on the spot. And so it's like, I swear I watch wrestling. I just can't, <laughs> can't think of it. <laughs> but you've we done research, which I love, which I love the fact that there was a, sorry, a notepad there containing yes. copious amounts of thoughts and processes. So well, that's good. So <laughs> we're going to go through each match one by one. Uh, so we'll okay. ask you Are we first. Doing this now? We'll, yeah, well, I say, we'll do the first match now. We'll have a chat about some other stuff. We'll do the second match in a bit. Have a chat about some other stuff and then we'll end Ooh, on the third okay. match. I like this. There's a flow. It will make sense. Uh, <laughs> what would you like the first match to be, Kennedy? So when you first mentioned this this subject uh the first match that came to mind was Sami Zayn versus uh Shinsuke Nakamura um uh, at TakeOver Dallas I want to say it was um I don't have that jotted down but yeah no that's that's like my comfort match you know people have like comfort foods that's always my one where I'm like if I want to just put something on or even just have like white noise in the background I'll put that on just like everything from just the, like the atmosphere and just like the crowd reactions. It's just, uh, it's just a grand old time. <laughs> the second time in, in just a couple of weeks, we've had this match come up and I love the fact. Really? That who else had it? Uh, I was trying to remember who else had it this week. Oh, we just did God. an episode where their first match, the first match they chose was. Their uh, first match? This, the first one they chose was this one. It was Shinsuke Nakamura and no Sami Zayn. Their first night. It was Kid Bandit, I do believe, who was on. Oh my God. We're gonna have to be friends. Yes. Now you and Kid Bandit have, <laughs> to, have, have to, be... to bond over it when you when you yes. bump into them. I'm gonna have to reach out to them. <laughs> but, but what makes this match in particular uh, such a comfort match for you? Um, so I had loved Nakamura for the longest time, and I was really stoked at the time for him to go to WWE. We don't have to touch upon how that went. Um, <laughs> and I always liked Sami Zayn, you know, right from the I, I feel like I was kind of a late bloomer when it came to like the independent scene. So, you know, I hadn't actually heard of a lot of these guys until they came to NXT. Like, you know, Sami Zayn was on like the first NXT pay-per-view or whatever you want to call it. And I was like, oh, I dig this guy. Um, I think it's the Scott that might have something to do with it. Um, so I like both people. Um, and I was very excited again at the time to see what Nakamura could bring to, to WWE. And I mean, he delivered at NXT. Um I had been a fan of his for a couple years. Um, he actually kind of got me, you know, we, we all go through phases where we're like, oh, just screw wrestling. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure we all have that. Yeah. So I was kind of going through one of those. It, it was just a phase. Um, but he had started getting some buzz in uh, New Japan with his matches at like Wrestle Kingdom 9 and 10, I want to say. 
um, with Ibushi and Styles. And so I remember watching them and just being like, who is this guy? Like, holy crap, just his charisma. And I, I was just captivated. Um, so to put the two, yes, I was, Lucy. <laughs> um, so just to put the two the two of them together, I'm like, oh my God, like two of these awesome people in the same ring. So it was just overall a, a really cool experience to see what they could put together and they delivered. So who was it then? So well, I want to get into how you started as a fan in, in a minute, but but who brought you back? So the, the lapsed fans or who or what brought you back from being a lapsed fan in wrestling? Depends on what, when we're talking, because there's been a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, I started as a fan in like the Attitude Era. Um, yeah, I did, Luce. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Luce was, was Luce was WCW, so there's a lot of resentment Oh, there. well, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually watched WCW. It's weird, like, watching all that stuff now on the network. I'm like, oh, damn, like, I missed out. Um, but yeah, I watched the attitude era and then of course you get made fun of in school for it so then you kind of like distance yourself and then um you know at one point I started training and then I quit so I'm like this is not for me and then I actually got back into wrestling I think it was around uh mania I'm awful with like numbers and stuff 29 and I remember seeing the shield on the screen and I was like yo (laughs) like these guys are so cool so then I got back into it again and then like it kind of faltered. Um, so then by the time I actually went back to training, it was shortly after I had seen Nakamura. Um, so I would definitely say like he was one of the ones that got me back in um, that time around, at least. Uh, to, to be your, with your first time around in wrestling, I've read I've, I've, I've read previously that uh, Kane was a big factor. And you discovered yes. that visual yes. of Kane surrounded by fire was something you went, oh, it was terrifying but you can't look away (laughs) so i mean the other one as well i heard uh sable but not for obvious reasons (laughs) this one always makes me laugh yeah because like you know i didn't know any i was like five at the time or whatever so i didn't know like what playboy was i mean i had an idea from older brother (laughs) <laughs> sorry i didn't know you were taking a drink i'm so sorry no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> i think i'm upsetting lucy too so yeah like in my five-year-old mind like i'm seeing this like badass babe power bombing dudes and like now i understand and like working with luna who at the time again also frightened me but you can't look away and like now i get that you know luna god God bless her soul. She carried, you know, Sable's ass and whatnot. But like, I'm seeing the physical aspect of things and not just like this model. So that's, I told my dad I wanted to be like Sable. <laughs> he was like, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Every dad's worst nightmare, I'd imagine, when right? they're, they're so young to go, I want to be like that lady in the naughty magazines. <laughs> <laughs> With the, you know, the things over her, <laughs> her chest. <laughs> but it was an innate desire to, 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 kick the shit out of other blokes and and that's great and that's where it should come from so he doesn't like that either he doesn't like the intergender wrestling so i think either either aspect of it he's like no (laughs) no sable (laughs) where's where's he at now is he still not come around to to that thing oh my dad yeah um he i think he thinks some of it is really cool i mean he thinks the fact that like i have a belt and everything is kick ass um but what i like to do (laughs) God bless his soul is 
if I take like a crazy bump or whatever, the first thing I do is like send it to him just to get his reaction. And he'll always be like, one of these days you're going to get hurt. And I'm like, <laughs> got him. <laughs> I can imagine that bulldozer Matt Tremont is, is a very welcome guest at your house. And that's oh the thing you sent through. <laughs> So I sent him the last clip I sent him was getting suplexed onto the floor. And he's like, isn't that guy like supposed to be your mentor and your friend? And he like, he like uses friend in quotes and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, that's why we face each other. He's like, none of this, <laughs> none of this checks out. Uh, away from- yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I, I interrupted you. Oh no, I just, I don't know how he feels about uh, Tremont, but I'd like to see him try to have some choice words with him. <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love at some point for there to be the opportunity where your dad can be ringside for uh, for something yeah. deathmatchy. I feel like it'd be quite telling. <laughs> oh my God, it would be, it was hard enough to get him to come watch like when I was first starting out, you know, the local show, there's not too many. I'm in New York, um, upstate New York specifically, and there's not too much here. So whenever there is something here, when I was starting out, it'd be like in a battle royal. I'd be like, dad, you should come out. And it was like pulling teeth to get him. He would good. He would go. Um, and he would, you know, I think he would end up enjoying it, but I don't, I don't think he's going to go out of his way to see a death match. <laughs> what, what, um, what led you to live in upstate New York? I just have been born and raised here and I haven't, <laughs> I haven't left. <laughs> uh, I never, like when I graduated, I still stayed. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Oh, Lucy's glad you did. <laughs> you, yeah, because I freaking take her outside and stuff. With, hey, you're with, welcome. You with away from the wrestling side because the other thing that you do the strength of your bow is jujitsu, and I'm keen to mm-hmm. know which came along first in terms of a potential career. Was it doing stuff in jujitsu or was it getting it, into wrestling? Uh, so it was always wrestling. Um, like I said, that was. That's been a part of my life since I was like five years old. Um, it's just something I could never let go. Jiu-jitsu actually was a happy accident. I didn't even know what it was when I walked into a gym. Like I didn't even know how to pronounce it. I was like, huh? <laughs> um, I was with my, my boyfriend at the time. Um, he, was, he was an amateur wrestler for like all these years. Um, and he wanted to get into MMA. So there was a school that opened up around where we live. And so he went in to check it out and I just went with him. Um, and he ran into one of his high school buddies who was like, Oh, you guys should totally do jujitsu. That's literally how it was. And I was like, what's that? And I was like, Oh, that's like the stuff on the ground. That's I can do that. I can't punch. I can't kick. <laughs> I was like, but I would love to rip people's arms off. So that, that came well after wrestling. Um, and I just kind of stumbled upon that. Do you think had you not uh, fallen into wrestling, you'd have ended up doing more stuff with jujitsu? Or had you not fallen into wrestling, where do you think you would have gone? I, oh God, I don't know. I don't know because I think the reason I fell into jujitsu, you know, wrestling played a big part. And it's funny because that was actually after the first time I had started training and then quit. Um, and so I was just looking for something to do and, you know, I don't think I would have been with that boyfriend at the time. Cause like, that's how we, you know, we bonded over wrestling. So if wrestling wasn't in my life, um, I don't, I don't know what I would be doing right now. <laughs> I really don't. Um, 
you've you've mentioned previously that you your first round of training isn't something that that went auspiciously the way you wanted it to for multiple reasons but when you mm-hmm. came back it was a, a a healthier experience for you wasn't it slightly healthier well i think the the experience itself like as far as the training and whatnot not really um but i think at that point you know i was a couple of years older and i was Ooh, I don't even know if I could say I was in like a better headspace. I think I was just more stubborn. I was like, no, this is what I want to do. And if this is the only place around that I can do it, then so be it. I'm just going to have to bite the bullet. Um, so I think I was just more hard headed <laughs> that time around. It's, it shows a passion healthy. for, um, it shows what it shows is, is how destined you were to do it. Like how passionate you are to, to go, even though I've had this bad experience at this one place, it's like mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do it again. Yeah. And I mean, at that point, it was just like, I don't even care if I have to kind of learn on the go. You know, if I like go to a show and can get some extra ring time beforehand or like do seminars, something. Um, yeah, I was just I was very determined. I was like, I don't like being a. I mean, I understand, you know, if you have to quit something, that's fine. But I just I couldn't let this go. <laughs> Like this is it was you're obviously say you were this was all you were ever gonna do. It's all you ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, so you're I feel gonna like make I owed it, it to my my toddler self, you know. <laughs> I like that. I like a lot of times there are we do things thinking the younger version of us is gonna be over the moon that we got there. Yeah, I I legitimately like. I guess maybe in a sense I was in a slightly healthier. <laughs> place because like I I would legit talk to my therapist about this she's like why do you do this I'm like I I don't know like I can't it's not anything you can ever put into the words but I did mention like this is something that I wanted since I was a kid and she's like it's okay to like change paths and I was like I know that but something is telling me not to and I'm kind of glad I listened to that because <laughs> I'm having the time of my life right now uh, when was it for you then? Because you would had a few moments, as you say, with the training and the, the environment there wasn't great. But when was the moment for you when the, the getting into the wrestling world, when it truly clicked? Is there a particular moment where you went, this is it now, I'm getting it, I'm getting there? Um, I don't know if there was a particular moment. I, I think it was more so, so, like I said, I don't like to quit things, but like, if I have to, I will. Um, and so there's kind of a, I need to like have a flow chart here. So I started training. I quit, went back a couple years later. Um, and when I went back, the imposter syndrome was real. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then I quit again, um, due to some like family issues and like personal reasons. And so the third time I was like, okay, this like, literally third time is the charm. This is it. You know, if this doesn't work out, then this isn't for me. Um, and so I think at that point it was just kind of screw it. And with me, if I have like a screw it mentality, I tend to do better. Like I try not to get too attached because then I'm too invested and then I screw up, you know what I mean? Cause I like overthink it. So the third time around, I was like, I'm just going to have fun. Whatever comes of it comes of it. And so I think it was just it was just having that mentality in the back of my mind was like, we're just going to have fun this time. And that's the plan. And so far I've been kind of sticking with that. So 
not a particular moment, but just. I get it. I get it. I like I like and, and that's what's brought you to where we are today. Uh, we're going to move on to your second yeah. wrestling match now. So we had Sami oh, Zayn <laughs> and Shinsuke Nakamura. What's this one um, then? I'm intrigued. So I, I legit I they're not in like any particular order. Um, it was more so just like, OK, three matches go. And like these were the first three to pop in my head in this order. Um, so the second one is Edge versus McFoley at Mania 22. <laughs> might be a little biased. Um, might have a thing for Edge is all, you know. Um, but yeah, that's, where the, like, that's where the surname comes from, isn't it? Perhaps. Maybe. <laughs> uh, coincidence, Where does the, the first name come from, though? Um, so also kind of relates to Edge. So it comes from Miles Kennedy, who does this theme. Wow. See, it all comes full circle. That's like the theme of my life. <laughs> is is Edge aware of the, the homage that you're paying to him? Um, I tweeted him. I tweeted him a lot because I'm really annoying. <laughs> I tweeted him once uh, because actually it's on my wall. My coworkers made me an action figure. Um, and so the coworker that actually like He's into wrestling as well, um, and he collects action figures. And he actually like put mine next to his Edge action figure, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like <laughs> that's my wildest dream. And so I tweeted that, and I tagged him. He actually liked it. And it was like the only tweet he's ever liked of mine. Um, but I was like, "He knows I exist." <laughs> so I don't know. Have you still got the figure? Did you say? Have you still got the actual figure? Yeah, it's hang on, hold on. I, I'm it's I'm keen to. That's the one. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They oh, that's are... great. I know. I like, ugh, I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true friend. They, they didn't make an have action to do that. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> so um, this particular one, obviously, as, as an edgehead, as you as you clearly are, <laughs> um, why does this match jump out more than any other? Because Edge has had a career <laughs> with a litany of bangers. Like, why this one? Um. I think because this is so stupid. So um, a lot of people ask me how I got into deathmatch. Um, also a happy accident. <laughs> um, so basically I, w- I was scheduled to have a match with G Raver super last minute. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know how to do any of this. <laughs> um, and so I just kind of accepted my fate and was like, all right, I guess I'm taking tattoo needles to the head and whatnot. And then ever since then, like, that's what planted the bug. So when people are like, what got you into deathmatch wrestling? It was like, when I had to face G Raver. <laughs> and so then I had a match a um, couple months after that and it was supposed to be with Jimmy Lloyd. Um, and then Dylan McKay was added to it. And again, it was going to be, you know, <laughs> weapons and whatnot. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I went with the first thing that I knew. I was like, all right, let me get some ideas here. So that was the, the match that I watched. Um, and I even, I even pitched, I was like, oh, I want to do like a thumbtack spot. I was like, veg can do it. So can I. So, <laughs> so this again, is one that you watched comfort. to kind of make notes on how to put together a death match kind of. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we can't go wrong with McFoley. And I was like, and the fire spot was epic. So <laughs> I love that the, 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 the story behind that goes 
is that Vince hated it. He didn't want the fire spot there. Vince McMahon didn't want them to do a fire spot. It was too much. It was too much for WWE, but they convinced him to do it anyway, providing that it was quick and it was the end of the match, which it was. And they oh haven't my done God. It, and they haven't done anything like it since in WWE. And I think that's why this stands up so well. Yeah. There's not been anything else like it. It was so good. I don't think they'd have to do it again. You know what I mean? No. Like one, one and done. <laughs> It I didn't just, know that though. That's yeah. what I, I've heard. That is that Vin. That he's never a fan of it. it but it was just. Well, a, what is just, he a fan of? Exactly. And Joey Styles. <laughs> what does he like? <laughs> he likes big sweaty men. That's pretty much. Oh, what, okay. If you're seven foot can... five, then you're fine. You're going to be all oh, right. Oh, okay. I think I disagree with that. I guess. <laughs> but um, the other thing that I love about the one you've chosen there is Joey Styles on commentary. Like low key, a really wonderful little addition, completely by accident, because yeah. he was on just just doing commentary for Raw at that point. And uh, and who better to bring in, you know, at this time? And as they have what is the closest to sort of like an ECW style match, you've got the voice of ECW screaming, "Oh my god!" as the table mm-hmm. spot happens. It's perfect. Yeah, and I can even remember the one line where he's like, "I'm losing my WrestleMania virginity." <laughs> I don't know why that. I don't know why that one sticks out, but it does. <laughs> I just, I just fail to see why Joey Styles didn't stick around with lines like that. I'm sure Vince loved it. Sure, he loved mm. him dropping things like. Mm. <laughs> it does bring us neatly onto uh, onto the death match stuff, and I was, you know, and oh. we were going to talk about how it nice was segue. indeed a happy. Act. It's like we planned it, isn't it? It's like we planned it. <laughs> I swear we didn't, people. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. But as I was going to say, like your first one was a happy accident. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my whole life. <laughs> but sometimes I was best. a happy accident. Okay. Oh, were you? Were you told I'm, that? I think I don't know. I mean, I was the I'm number six out of six. Definitely so a happy like, accident. Chances are if you're the last one. Yeah, come on. <laughs> unless unless your folks really like even numbers. <laughs> uh, maybe. I just I don't know. Mine tell me all the time that if you I don't know if you saw my shoot name when I logged on there, but that's they were like, oh, we wanted to name one of our kids that. I'm like, you couldn't have named the first five. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept forgetting. So I <laughs> now, I, my uh, my younger brother um, is is the family's happy accident. We all laugh about it now. Ah, it's fine. but he was he's he, a happy one. Oh yeah, he's he's yeah. turned out all right. Thirty years later, he's done all right. <laughs> but it is funny. It is. Well, it's it, it comes up in conversation most times when we're together. And go, hey, look, you you weren't meant to be here. So, <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> so get a round of drinks in. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the least you can do. So the the happy accident happens. What goes through your head? Um, because obviously you're very screw it, let's do it type mentality. But what yep. goes through your head as you're as you're waiting to go out for what you weren't expecting to be a death match, hardcore match, what is now gonna be just just nonsense? How what goes through your head? Um, so again, I think it has to do with being hard-headed. I remember talking to, to G Raver and I was like, yeah, like I, you know, I, I studied, I watched all this stuff and I love, you know, your drop kick off of the, the apron and all that. He's like, do you, do you really want to take all of this? <laughs> He's like, we don't, we don't have to like, this is G Raver saying this. And I was like, no dude, like you don't understand. So I, I literally told him, I was like, I'm fueled by spite. Um, so I don't think anybody would ever see me like in this position. And like, this is, this is my chance. You know what I mean? Like, this is my chance to like grab people's attention and stuff. Um, and also to like prove, all, you know, I always say you should do things for yourself and not for other people, but like I allowed an exception. I was like, I want to prove all those people that I don't think I can do this. I want to prove them wrong. 
So he was like, all right, let's do it then. So it was, I, of course I was nervous, but it was, I tried to just be more focused on like determination. <laughs> so again, I was just being stubborn. Um, in the match then, I don't know how much of it you remember from it. Um, <laughs> Cause I can imagine there was a, uh, there's a lot of blurs uh, in that Actually, time. That you were out I, I remember a lot, it, you know, it, it was, that is like, something I can pinpoint where like, okay, my life is going to be different from here on out. So I remember a lot of it. So what was there a mo Was there a particular moment that sticks out to you that in that match where you went, yeah, this is, this is what we're doing from now on. This is all different. Um, I have to say the first thing that pops up in my head is, uh, so Raver lifted me up um, for like a razor's edge, but there was a, an ironing board in the corner. And I was just like, I was literally like, okay, this is what we're doing. And then <laughs> it's just been kind of the, that's just been kind of the theme. Because it for takes the rest a of my lot. career. Because, <laughs> you know, to people who don't do the, the great things that you do, it's the whole idea is that it's, it's all controlled and it's, and it's uh, well put together. But you've almost got to, like you say, you've got to let it happen. You've got to, the, the mm -hmm. more you sort of, you, you, fight, you have to fight your body's instincts to tense up as yeah. you're hitting these things, because otherwise you're going to do damage if you do. Right. Right. And I think like, I'm also, it's very cliche, but I'm kind of getting to the point where I do believe that things happen for a reason. So like, you know, all throughout school and everything, I'd have panic attacks and stuff. And like, I'd always remember the piece of advice, like literally just ride the wave. Like don't, you can't fight it. Cause that makes it worse. So I, I remember thinking like I'm up there over his shoulders, about to be thrown into an object in the corner. None of that is natural. And I was like, just ride the wave, <laughs> just ride it. Um, you mentioned panic attacks there when you were at school. Um, mm -hmm. What 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 was behind that? Do you know? Um, I've just always been a very anxious person. Um, I've been diagnosed with like anxiety and depression and everything. And it was literally just um, it was ninth grade. And I remember looking at the clock in social studies, which is weird because I like social studies. But I think it was because the teacher was a bitch. Like I could not stand her. And so I looked at the clock and there was still a couple minutes left. And I just remember thinking, I have to get out of here. And then like something just, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden it felt like there's things called like derealization and like depersonalization where you feel like you are no longer in control of your body. It's like literally an out-of-body experience. So that's what was happening to me. And I was like, what the hell? And so then ever since then, like, I don't have them anymore, thankfully. Um, I think the last time I had one was at the very toxic training place. So what does that tell you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I thankfully I have them under control for the most part. <laughs> There's something to be said about finding uh, a calling or sort of finding your voice and so many of those yeah. things. Oh my God, like that's anxiety. what my therapist would say. Is it? <laughs> yes. Maybe, maybe I'm your you. therapist all along. That would be amazing. <laughs> takes, off the, takes off the mask. It was me. Oh my God. Along. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have been warned that sometimes this show does, does accidentally dip into therapy. So that might be. <laughs> it gets deep. It just gets <laughs> a little bit deep. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. But to, so we're riding the wave. You've gone through the ironing board via a razor's edge, and mm-hmm. we spin ahead. And this, uh, this, this, so there's not assuming uh, wrestler on the way up went, okay, I'll do a death match. Let's move ahead to October. You've just won the Matrimont death match tournament. That's a big deal. Like Matrimont yeah. is, is a, an icon of that, of the, of death match style of wrestling, of wrestling in general. And when did you find out that you were going to go all the way in that tournament? I found out a little, a little while before it. Um, he just kind of asked me, he's like, are you willing to do glass? And I was like, this is me just being like, yeah, why not? I was like, I'm going to take it a couple, a couple light tubes before. Shouldn't be too bad. So I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, all right, you're winning. And I just thought he was kind of messing with me. They do that to me a lot. They're like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And like every time I'm like, no way. And then it comes to fruition. So that's how I found out. Um, And then again, me just being so naive I didn't I underestimate the amount of glass that was going to be in it um and then it wouldn't break of course and I just I remember somebody saying like yeah Tremont was like like he was like oh my god what the hell because it wouldn't break and he was like worried I just think if you if he is worried like that's saying something (laughs) I was like oh I was fine out there but I'm just kind of like oh I kind of popped him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when that when did you first meet matrimon remember your first meeting with him um uh it, it was my match with g raver so sean henderson brought me in um and yeah i was very i was very intimidated i should i shouldn't have been because he's like literally the nicest guy but that was the first time i'd ever met i knew who he was like even though like i mentioned before i was kind of a late bloomer to the you know the independent scene i knew who he was so i to me i think that kind of says a lot like even if you're not totally immersed, like, you know who Matt Tremont is. And so I was like, oh my, oh my God, I'm going to, and Sean was like, yeah, he even, he's going to, he's going to be out there. What he wants to watch your match specifically. And I was like, stop telling me these things, <laughs> the anxiety. So yeah, that was the first time. It's, and he very much took you under, under his wing from there as well, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's a great I, honor. Yeah. I, I still don't have words for it. Like a year later, I'm still like, is this for real? <laughs> like, when's the other shoe going to drop? You know, <laughs> maybe it's happening because you're in the right place and you deserve to be there. 
That's yeah. a crazy. That's a I, crazy idea. That's a that's a possibility. <laughs> but it's what we <laughs> allow ourselves to have, is it? It's like no, there's, I, there's clearly there's this the four hundred people. There's who, a catch. Yeah, there's there's something else. <laughs> you know? These four hundred people who are pulling for me, but there's one who thinks I'm an ass, so they must right, be they, right. Right. Uh God, get out of my head. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> um, bulldozer, you said that Bulldozer wrote you uh, a, a note once. Uh, after, after it's on the my match. wall. <laughs> I keep a lot of sentimental things on my wall. <laughs> what does what does it say? What does the note say from from? Matt I don't Turner? know. So first of all, I don't even know if I was supposed to read it right away because he said like wait five years when you're like famous and whatnot and I was like first of all come on <laughs> and second I was like hey oh you can't tell me not to do something and then like I'm gonna do it <laughs> so I read it and it was just very it was very supportive um again I don't really have words for it I just I don't know like uh, I just want him to like explain why like, why is all of this happening to me? And like in the note he did, but I still, I'm like, I'm going to need you to go into further detail. So <laughs> it was just, I don't know. He didn't, he didn't have to, he didn't have to do that. And he didn't have to do all the things that he's done for me. Do you, do you feel deep down that you're worth doing this for though? Um, I, I, I'm trying to, like when I go out there, you know, we've all had nights where we're just like, I'm, I'm going to phone it in. I no longer feel that way. And I, I feel like it's, I want to feel like I am worth it. So I'm, I'm in the process of working on that. Which is why you don't have days where you phone it in because you have the urge. And I know this because I'm exactly the same. Mm -hmm. I think we are the same person. I think we're the same person whereby it's every day I need to make sure that I, I prove why I should be doing it. I can't yeah. have an off day because the moment I have an yeah. off day. I don't want to yeah. give anybody a reason to be like, yeah, she sucks or like, yeah, she, you know, she's a fraud. A big, <laughs> a big thing with that comes with, with age annoyingly because, because, mm. uh, because I'm, I'm climbing up there now in years and uh, oh, I'm, I'm catching up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, oh, you're, you're doing fine, but it's, but it's something, <laughs> it's something like, cause I remember when I was, when I was in my twenties, um, I was, it was very much like I need to, always be everything for everyone all the time yeah uh, otherwise yep. what's the point and and i was like that in my early 30s and now i'm sort of in my mid to late 30s and i'm just sort of like oh i wouldn't have guessed well thank you very much very kind <laughs> um, but uh and and i've mine it sounds really weird my new year's resolution is has been to say no to more things yes that's say, a good goal to have <laughs> because i say yes to everything and mm-hmm. the, and the other one is to and, and it sounds like something off a hallmark card but i stand by it and i <laughs> And I hope one day that you're able to come to this conclusion yourself as well. Because I always have strived every year to say, I want to do more. I want to be more. I'm going to strive to learn that I'm enough. Yes, it's okay to just be content. That's (laughs) That's also what I learned in therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I, or I I am the therapist. I am the therapist. (laughs) Are you Amanda? (laughs) Well, funny enough, I am on the weekend and it's Saturday, so that makes sense. Uh, (laughs) Oh! But no, but it's, but it's, I, I always, I don't mean to say that where in a, in a condescending manner. It's just the fact that like, I know no. from watching you, how good you are. And it, it oh, always, you. and it's heartbreaking a little bit when you speak to someone, they go, I don't know why 
they're bothered, to be honest. Well, I mean, it's really like you... Oh, thank you. I, I guess it's because it that didn't really start happening until recently. Yeah. And it's like, before that, you know, I, I, you know, I go back and watch my old matches and everything. Um, like, now that I'm in, like, a good mindset, I can go back and watch my old matches and kind of have, like, compassion for who I was. Like, at the time, I'd be like, I can't watch my match. Like, I know it sucked, da-da-da. But I go back and watch, I'm like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that bad, all, all things considering. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have good guidance or anything. So I can co- go back and watch and have, like, sympathy for that person. So, yeah, it, it is a lot of, like getting older <laughs> it's, as um, cheesy as it sounds it's cheesy but it's true sad but true <laughs> you talk a lot about riding the wave um and i want to know i mean that means just kind of going with whatever comes your way but where would you like to ride the wave towards um see this is another thing that my therapist told me <laughs> is she said try not to have like you know I'll see people on Twitter with like all these lists and everything and like you know I want to work for these people and whatnot and that's not to say that I don't want to work for everyone and anything as well um but you kind of have to basically what she told me was you have to set goals that you are in control of So if I say I want to work for X, Y, and Z, it's not up to me. You know, I can be as good as, you know, my, I try to keep the mindset of be so good. They can't ignore you, but if they still don't want you, then like, that's not, I can't help that. So I try not to have, right. I try not to have goals so much as I have intentions, which is why my intent is to not phone it in, not half-ass it. Um, You know, it'd be cool if, like afterwards, I just want to be happy with the match. I want to make sure my opponent is happy with the match. I want to make sure we both had fun. That's my main goal in wrestling is to have fun. But like, also it wouldn't hurt if like I go on Twitter afterwards and, you know, people are saying, oh, like Kennedy had the match of the night. So that, you know, that would be a nice wave to, to ride, but you're not always going to catch it. <laughs> it felt that way coming out of, um, coming out of Restival. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the other week, uh, there was there was a lot because you worked three matches over rest of a weekend. Four? Four was it? Four in the end? Oh, four? Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, four. See, I don't even I can't even keep track. Because <laughs> that was that was a a, a, a a sort of a perfect circumstance whereby uh, there were so many moving parts on that weekend. I know a few matches changed and moved around because of one yeah. thing or another. And, and to run yep. a festival style weekend during, you know, the, the, all this pandemic bollocks as well. <laughs> Gestures vaguely. <laughs> all this <laughs> is, 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 is ridiculous. But um, you, what was a highlight for you that particular weekend with Restival? Um, so I honestly think just like, just being able to pull it all off like props to to everybody um just because we had to roll with so many punches but i my goal and like again my goal was to have to be like because it ran third thursday friday and saturday my goal was to be featured on every day technically i was because even though i didn't wrestle on friday i had to cut a promo and to me that is harder than wrestling because i am not good at 
<laughs> talking. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like I wrestled on Thursday. I got to, you know, be on the mic on Friday. Um, and everyone afterwards was like, that was beautiful. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I got to wrestle on Saturday. So like to be a part of every day and to, you know, to be on, to wrestle on four shows, I was like, this is not something I'm going to take lightly. So I want to, I just want to be worth their while pretty much. Like I want them to be happy with the fact that like, okay, this show got canceled. So we're going to put this one on and we're going to put, you know, Kennedy here. Like, I just, I don't want to be not a waste of space, but like, I just want to be worth their time. Give the money's worth. I get it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I get it. I don't want to just say, cool. I had four matches. Like that's all I, you know, wanted to like, no, I want quality over quantity. So I wanted every one of those matches to be worth something. Nice. I like that. We've got one more match to get to before we do. Um, I I also like to spring this on people. It's nothing bad. I promise. Oh God! Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bracing the, the dogs jump again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we also no, like out. to ask. Are they gone? Oh, I, I gone bored gone. them. I guess. Sorry, guys. I told you, Lucy's a WCW girl. That's why she left. <laughs> no, no, picking, she's still here. Picking any matches from Nitro, <laughs> bored. Um, as well as as well as three wrestling matches, you're also allowed to take with you. And I like to ask this: get like a oh, what your top reaction is. You're also allowed to take with you a movie, an album. And a luxury item. So the luxury item, that can be something with sentimental value. It can be a bit of tech to have on the island. It could be something practical if you wanted, but we'll get to that in a moment. If I said okay. to you, Kennedy, you could take a movie with you. What movie would you take? Oh, the first one that sprung to my mind is The Dark Knight. But I, I find myself, I went back. So I, I had COVID a couple of weeks back. Oh, what is happening? leave me alone work i'm not there (laughs) um oh my god i lost my train of thought so no i had a couple weeks ago so i thank you so i actually watched all the batman movies and i think batman begins held up the best so i i might bring that one okay okay it started it all so i mean hmm. how was how was the um how was your version of covid did you what weird and wonderful symptoms did you get um so i was (laughs) I was coughing so hard that I thought I threw out my back. Um, turns out that's just, uh, you know, another symptom is back pain because what isn't a symptom. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I was like, I, I can't stay awake at work. Um, I left early to get a test and then I just like passed out. And like those, like, I now know what fever dreams are. I was like, whoa. And then the next day I'm waiting for the test results to come back. And I was like, I think I already have my answer because I can't smell. So that was trippy. <laughs> and then I just, I slept for a whole week. So honestly, like a 10 out of 10 would do again. <laughs> but I was like, I get to sleep. This is amazing. It was like a break that my body needed. It really was. There's part of me that, that gets that from a lot of people where they're like, it's just nice to have a bit of time. <laughs> yeah. To like lay in bed and not feel bad about it. I'm like, I'm doing my part as a citizen. Um, yes. <laughs> so I just... It, honestly, I get that, you know, other people have it worse. Um, so I'm very grateful that, you know, my experience was not <laughs> doom and gloom. Yeah, it was. It was it, and in those small waking hours that you had. Uh, you got to watch the Batman films and Batman Begins yes. holds up the best, you say? I think so. I was okay. like, there was some, oh, I hate admitting it. Because like, it was my whole teenagehood, if that's a word, the whole Batman series. So like going back and watching it, I'm like, oh, I think it's because like, 
I don't know. Everyone's like the Joker. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. But no, I just I really like Batman Begins. <laughs> How about an album? Um. Okay. Ugh. You can't make me choose. <laughs> You're gonna have to. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like staring at, so I have like altar bridge and like ghost stuff on my wall and I'm like nice. <laughs> looking at it. I can't choose between them. Um, but recently I'm just going to go with the most recent one. Um, I think, oh God, don't judge me. Daughtry's first album. No, no, no judging at all. Okay. Is, that, is that the one with I'm coming home on? Yes. I'm coming home. That's oh my God. I That's like that honestly, album. It's it's so good. If you can get past the, you know, the corny hits and everything, like he's actually really good. He's a he's he got can, sleepers. He, he can be a bit dollar store, um dollar store sort of creed style, but otherwise he's oh fine. My God, stop. I love Creed too, so I think that's why I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it's it, we'll a, bring it's, Creed <laughs> It's a good, because he was a guy who did American Idol, wasn't he? Yeah, he's like the best thing to come out of there That's it, and, and then he went, I'm, I do rock stuff And they tried it's to sort funny of that... shoe on him And he did a rock album Yeah, good for him And like he, he like it's funny that you mentioned Creed Because like I think he was supposed to tour with Tremonti Like they're all in the same, you know, the same bag So uh, That'd have been amazing. So yeah. Okay, we'll good just, shout. I I've had that on repeat, so we'll just we'll bring we'll bring that along because I'm not shout. sick of it yet. On daughter, this is daughter. Uh, luxury item. What would you like for your luxury item then? I don't know. I don't really. I'm not very luxurious. I guess just this, so I could keep doing these fun podcasts. I, <laughs> A phone I, counts, right? Yeah, you can take tech. Yeah, okay. you can take. Okay, if you you can't, I would, obviously you don't want to use it to ring for a, a boat to come and get you because some people have uh, tried that's that. That's fine. We, oh, okay. Uh, do you play games on your phone? Um, no, I don't. What would you? What <laughs> would you? Cause, time. I mean, like, I mean, with, I guess because the reason we, I ask we'll is download because because coming up, because I know that we're we're doing this interview very early in the morning for your wonderful self, and you're you're about <laughs> to hit the road. So I'm just curious as to what you'll do. To on, if you do anything on your phone to pass the time on the journey. Uh, so if I can't ring for a boat, no. Can I still like just use Twitter? I won't put it out in SOS. Don't tweet for a like, boat either. No, I said I won't. <laughs> I won't put out an SOS, but like I just want to keep you know up to date with everything. That's, what's going on? <laughs> that's fine. You can take your phone. That's absolutely okay. Fine. We'll okay, let that, we'll let that slide. Or, and then I'll I'll just I'll download games then. Because I'll have all the free time in the world. Lovely. Uh, okay, Let, let's plan. do your third and final match then. So we've had Shinsuke okay. Nakamura, Sami Zayn from Takeover, uh, Edge versus Mick Foley from WrestleMania. What's your third one going to be, Kennedy? Okay, so I yeah, I, I'm sure as we all know by now. Sorry, Lucy, but I I grew up on WWE, so that's <laughs> just it's just who I am. Okay, so I also have Kurt Angle versus Eddie Guerrero at WrestleMania 20. Great show. Yes. Yes. The, the, the uh, finish. I, just, I really like it. It's the finish is brilliant with, with, yes. with Eddie undoing his shoes to get yes. out of the ankle lock. It's genius. Just the whole, like, it was so simple, not simple, but like effective. And it just, it worked with everybody's character. The storytelling was great. And just, it was, oh, I don't know. It was just so fundamentally sound. <laughs> So this would have been 2004. Where, Four, would, you, yep. where would you have been uh, when you watched this for the first time? I was in fifth grade, I think. Oh, God. 
don't do math people. Then you'll know how old I am. <laughs> but yeah, I was in, I was in fifth grade and like, it's really funny because I absolutely love Kurt Angle now. Um, I just love like his style and everything. But at the time, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, he's such a bully and like, he's a jerk. And at the time I can see why like his style to me would have been boring. Um, Cause you know, I was, it's just, like I said, it's so fundamentally sound and like, it's a lot of it was like back to basics, but it was just so good. Um, but like at the time I just, as a kid, I did not like Kurt Angle and looking back, I'm like, good for him. He did his job. Like you weren't supposed to like him. And so I'm like, God, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> we have a newfound respect as you get a little older for Kurt Angle because as yeah. a heel, he's so effective. And then when you go, actually, yeah, like you say, great job in putting Eddie Guerrero yeah. across it. Uh, Madison Square Garden as well. It was just a, it was all, it was all the wrestling stars beautifully aligning for that match. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that whole show, I mean, I don't know if we can talk about like the main event, but like, <laughs> it's a weird I, one, I, isn't it? Cause I mean, it's, yeah. it's a, a lot of people feel, I mean, I was asked recently to do like a, a tier list of all the WrestleMania main events. And I felt weird with that one because mm. of, of who's in it. But yeah, if you, if you remove, you know, if, you know, if you remove the, the, the man from the, from the, the artwork, it's, right. it's a phenomenal main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and good. I was, I was like such a huge fan of him. Like he was the first wrestler I ever met. And so I was a huge fan of him. And so like to see, you know, the culmination of like all of that hard work and everything, I think it was just very like, okay, cool. Like it can happen to people. You know what I mean? So. Did he inspire you then? I mean, obviously Eddie Guerrero as well as another one who, and because, you know, both Chris Benoit and that, and Eddie Guerrero had that scene at the end of WrestleMania yeah. where they're both WWE world champions in their own, on their own respective brands. And there is that feeling. It's bittersweet to watch it. It's, right. it's, it's sad. It actually it was, it was amazing at the time. It's sad to watch it now. Yeah. It's all things. But then yeah. like Eddie Guerrero is there, there as well. And he's someone like Chris Benoit, who was told, you know, you, you, you're a short guy. You're clearly a cruiserweight guy. And there they both are top of the mountain in WWE. And it's just, at the time, it's so wonderful, but oh, what you say, it's so right. sad now, but at the time. I know. Ugh. But I love that it made you go, you know what? Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I mean, my whole life, like I mean, even now, people are like, you're too skinny. I'm like, I can't help that. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want me to do. So I, you know, I guess I can kind of identify with the you're too small comments. So to kind of look and see like, well, they're doing it. So why can't I? <laughs> And we're excited to watch you continue to ride the wave uh, into yes. 2022. And if I'm people excited to surf, <laughs> <laughs> people want to people want to want to watch from a safe distance. You surfing? Uh, where can they find Where can they find you online, Kennedy? Um, so I am on Instagram at oh god, the Kennedy Copeland. This is the part I never do my homework. I'm like, what is my handle? Um, I am on Facebook, but I use that to shit post a lot. <laughs> so, and I've been banned from it like a couple of times. <sighs> what got you banned? Um, so I threatened Miles Millennium. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with his work, but you should, you should be. Uh, he started it though. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> and so they're like, you're banned for 24 hours. You can't comment or like or do anything. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> um, 
And that's not the first time one of my posts have gone against their guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really care for Facebook. Um, but I, I think I use Twitter the most. And that one is Kennedy Copeland. But wherever there should be an E, there is a three because somebody else took all the handles that I wanted. And then Bryce Donovan was calling me Kenneth Three. I'm like, I kind of like that actually. <laughs> Kenneth Three is a good one. You can yeah, always so keep that's that a good in the way back to remember pocket. it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I might have to. Ken- Kennedy Copeland with all the E's becoming three. Kenneth Three Copeland. <laughs> easy, easy money. Uh, thank you, and thank the dogs for being a part of of Cold. Thank you. Today. I'm gonna thank them for being so good. I literally one time had to like leave one of these things because they were being awful. Oh, I was no. like, first of all, my service ain't working. So we keep cutting out. Second of all, I was like, I can't, I can't get them under control. So we'll have to do this some other time. It was so bad. So I'm going to thank them for being really good. They get treats. But there's something <laughs> special about doing these on Zoom where you do have that uh, and, and, and having them <laughs> yeah. in the background. I did I had one of these with Jonathan Gresham the other week and Gresham's oh. dogs were going wild. <laughs> oh my God. And he just very calmly went, excuse me one minute. And he left oh, the room. Oh, he's so funny. He's, and, and you just heard a door slam and then you heard him come back through and he was like, okay, carry on. And I was like, <laughs> did you kill them? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I didn't say Everything that. Everything's okay. Is <laughs> it all right, Jonathan? You got a tear yeah. in your eye. But no, it was, um, he was, he was lovely. And, and, and all of you have been yeah, a treasure I did today. a seminar with him once. Oh my God. Best experience of my life. Would what do you, again. What did you learn from Jonathan Gresham that you didn't know before? So I just, he was very like reaffirming. Um, and this was, you know, this was kind of like after I had recently come back the second time and, you know, the imposter syndrome was still very real. And so we had a, um, a practice match and like he, they would watch and observe and like, you know, critique. And I, I literally just like, I was like, I, like I said, I'm a skinny girl. I can't do much, but Yes, I am. Uh, the point of wrestling is to pin people. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to curse. I don't know if curses are allowed. Yeah, you can um, Oh, okay. This whole time I was like, don't. Oh, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. Oh, you can fucking again. swear. It's not. Hey, <laughs> you're British. You don't care. Right? That's fine. <laughs> um, so I literally just did like, you know, a bunch of pins for like my shine, whatever. And he came up to me. He's like, you should really stick with that. Cause like, nobody else really does that. You know what I mean? Cause I wasn't, I literally did like no other move, like actual move. And for him to come up to me and be like, yep, you're doing it right. I was like, Oh, like I needed to hear that. <laughs> if Gresham says so, then it's gotta be right. right? God, I don't know. I, I see him in passing a couple of times. I don't know if he like even remembers that was me or who I am, but like, that's just something that will always yeah. stick with me. But, but that's that's great that it does though and and and, mm-hmm. let, and and long may things like that keep happening in 2022 that's what yes I mean. yes uh, let's manifest lucy any final words she just yawned oh there you go <laughs> planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.